What is going on, everybody? If you don't know, now you do know. You're officially tuned in to another special edition of the HFWB podcast series. This is your host, Clifton Pope, and with me today, I have a very special woman who's just a very special community leader within her own right. If you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm basically just going to bring her on and let her explain for herself. With me today, I have the lovely Miss Kristen Henderson on the HFWB podcast series. Welcome aboard, Kristen. It's been long overdue for this. Oh, thank you so much, Clifton, for having me. I appreciate it. Of course, of course, Kristen. For the people who are listening to the HFWB podcast series today, give them a little bit of a background as far as where you come from and what you have going on overall. Okay, well, where where I come from is um, Shreveport, Louisiana, and a little small town in Mississippi. I went to boarding school there, and I spent my summers in Corpus Christi, and my ex-husband and I moved our kids and ourselves over here about five years ago, and we've just been loving Corpus Christi so much, and my kids love it. Richard, my oldest, goes to school at IWA, and my our two twins go to Montclair Elementary, and they're doing great in school. They're loving the city. We're loving it, and um, my background is really in sales and marketing, and I've been doing sales and marketing for about going on 30 years, oh, wow. and I had a good run of it in Dallas and I also have a little art experience at the Crow Collection of Asian Art in downtown Dallas and that's probably where my love of the arts and working with nonprofits come from and so I try and do my best to support the community in any way I can. No, and you're doing a wonderful job at it, Christian. I swear to you, whenever I get on my Facebook and scroll down my timeline, every chance I get, I always see you doing something for someone or somewhere as far as within the community. I'm like, man, she's all over the place. She's like in touch with so many people to where it's like, you know, I have to reach out to you myself and get some insight on this just to see mainly how do you do it as far as, this is actually going to be my next question. Where does this passion from like helping people and helping others come from? Because it's incredible with what you're doing. That's for sure. Oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. It's probably just my love of wanting to make sure that our community is as good and as awesome as I know it can be. Yep. I want to support nonprofits that I care about. I want our schools to do well. I want our kids to do well. Um, some of the nonprofits that I really love and enjoy working with are, of course, the YMCA of the Coastal Bend Corpus Christi and Choice Living Community, which is Choice Living is a nonprofit that works with special needs young adults mm-hmm. and it helps them kind of figure out life and how to get jobs, how to be a part of the community. And Dr. Scott over there is doing a wonderful, amazing job, um, along with Bethany Baird. And um, the YMCA is really important to me because of my kids have always uh, gone there since we moved here about five years ago. But when we would spend our summers here, my oldest Richard would be a part of the Y. 
And when I was younger and I spent my summers in Corpus Christi, I was a YMCA girl as well. And um, I just, I love the Y and I wouldn't have even been able to probably keep my job at KCTA, which was the Christian station that I had worked for um, for a couple of years and I loved it. But I was able to keep that job because of the YMCA. They were able to keep their doors open during COVID. So they were able to watch all three of my kids for me, help them with their Zoom and support them and support so many parents in the Coastal Bend that I can never give enough back. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I could honestly say I have my fair share of memories growing up in the YMCA. Like, I remember my dad, this was back when I was heavy into basketball, being like a huge basketball fanatic as far as playing and stuff. I remember he would always sign me up for like all the summer basketball leagues, the fall ones, the winter ones. So the YMCA definitely holds a special place in my heart to this very day. And you also brought up the whole the radio station job, which is something I actually was going to ask you about. How did that come together? Well, when I when my ex-husband and I moved to Corpus Christi, I knew I was ready to get back to work. But because I have young kids still in school, it was really important for me to find a job where I could get off at 2.30 and pick yeah. them up and still be able to have an impact in what I do and the community that we live in. And Bill York was who hired me. And he, um, he was a really special man. He passed, passed away a couple years ago, but he ran KCTA and he started as a really a, a young DJ and then took over the station. He raised his daughter, Gracie Dinsdale to, to, take it over one day and she now runs the station and she's doing a wonderful job. That's wonderful. That is wonderful because I, I swear, like I, I see that the, the radio station's name, like on every other bus, bus stop in the neighborhood. So I, I definitely wanted to talk to you about that just to see how that all came together. And that's a very interesting story. Definitely. For sure. What I was going to wanted to talk to you about was your, your current husband. Josh, who is a very, very wonderful man. I just want to thank him personally as far as for everything that he's doing as far as helping my brand expand and everything. And I wanted to ask you, Kristen, how much of an influence has he made on what you're doing overall in sales and marketing? Do you hear me now? Yes, I, I can hear you, Kristen. I okay, I didn't hear any of that. You stopped, the whole screen stopped. You said yeah. you want to hear about my current husband? Yes. As far as the reason why I asked that is because he's real into like marketing and all that stuff and what he has going on with Ellison. And I see that firsthand as far as with him, him helping me with my brand. How much of an influence would you say he had on you as far as your overall impact on sales and marketing and you being involved with it for many years? He has an amazing impact on me. He is a phenomenal spiritual leader yes, he is a good christian man mm -hmm. he wants what's best for our community um, and yes he he is an amazing marketer and he has you know anytime i need advice i know i can always go to him and he doesn't really give me unsolicited advice 
believe it or not. That's kind of, I guess, for other people. But yeah. he um, he is there when I need him. He is the most supportive human being I've ever been around in my life. Right, right. I, 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 I understand. I understand. Um, as far as anybody, Kristen, who has that vision and that desire to want to get into sales and marketing, as far as being in the position that you're in, what would be your three key pieces of advice you would give to that person who's listening to the podcast right now and thinking to themselves, hmm, I want to get involved in sales and marketing. What do I need to know? Well, I think you need to know when you do sales and marketing, but specifically sales, you're kind of in charge of your own destiny. So yep. you need to be a go-getter. Right. You need to have a super tough skin. Mm-hmm. You need to kind of have a mindset of how many no's is it going to take for me to get that one yes. Mm-hmm. So when you get all the no's, it's just closer to that one yes. Yep. You need to have the mindset of I am not going to be embarrassed to ask for the clothes. I'm not going to be embarrassed to introduce myself to people that I don't know. I'm not going to be shy. I'm going to be a cheerleader. I'm going to be a rah-rah go-getter. I'm going to not get tired. I'm going to, you, you do have to kind of have a no fail attitude. Yeah. Um, The advice I would give is to reach as many markets as you possibly can. There is nothing wrong with cold calling if you do it right. And not everyone is going to want to talk to you on the phone. Not everyone is going to want to deal with you when you walk into your business. Um, You can kind of go in and think like, oh, I've, I've got this great deal. And no matter what you're selling, whether it's radio or apple pie mm-hmm. and you go into a business and you're like i've got this great apple pie to sell not everyone is going to like apple pie not everybody's going to want to buy apple pie not everybody wants to even smell apple pie so <laughs> when you get the nose i don't want to have anything to do with you you know what's right next door another business so you take your apple pie to that right next business and you just gotta keep knocking on doors keep calling people and let everybody know who you are, what you're selling, and you want to know your demographics. Mm-hmm. So who you're selling to, who likes apple pie, who wants to buy apple pie, and who eats the most apple pie. You also want to find out who does it. And because you want to know who doesn't eat apple pie, that can tighten up your prospects. Right. So you want to have a good prospect list. You never mm-hmm. want to stop prospecting. Even if all your apple pies are sold, you can always make more. Right. So never stop prospecting. Never stop getting your information and your message out. Yeah, it just it basically it just comes down to just like having good relations with the people and like you're saying, knowing the product very well and the demographics behind it and just putting it in people's faces enough to where it's relentless. That's for that's, sure. That's pretty much all that it boils down to, and from what I got out of what you just said, Kristen, and that's very valuable information for anyone who's even thinking about getting into sales and marketing. It's just hey, you just gotta go out there and go get it. That's for sure. And I agree. With that. Probably what 
you everything you do. Uh oh, you stopped. Your screen stopped. No, I was going to can't hear you. I heard bits and pieces of it. Okay, I can see now you're moving. Okay. Well, well what I was saying was you just want to keep, you do want to stay relentless. You want to, you know, it's kind of the dog eat dog world, and you want to make sure that you, um, if you kind of think of it as, a wolf pack, mm -hmm. you might be the alpha and your boss might be the alpha. And if your boss is the alpha, then you got to be that beta. You always got to be behind them, listening yeah. to them, ask for advice, but you have to be relentless in making sure that your pack is eating. You have to know when to fall in line and you have to know when to stay in line. I, I, that's for sure, Kristen. But before we wrap everything up here, I'm going to basically ask you, Kristen, like a list of questions that I usually ask everybody just to give people like a little insight of, hey, this is who Kristen example. My first question I have for you is a, my usual common one, which is, what is the first thing you do or think of every single day that you wake up? I, I pray. Me I too. pray for my kids. I pray for my husband. I pray that they're safe and sound. I pray that my husband has a phenomenal day. I pray that the people that he comes in contact with have good intentions. I pray that he is the best he can be at every single moment. I pray that my children um, are healthy and happy and Amen. honest with themselves. And I pray that the people around them have good intentions mm -hmm. and that they can be the best that they can be and that my mindset is right on course. And I try and um, I'm not a perfect Christian. I'm a cusser. I'm loud. I can be aggressive, but I try and put God first at every step. And it definitely starts with my morning. I, I just talk to God. I'm, I'm right there with you. That's one of the first things I do as soon as I rise out of bed. I get on my knees and thank God for another day because I always like to say at the end of the day, regardless of what's going on in the world, it starts with God. And at the end of the day, it's going to end with God. That's point blank, period, straight to the point. All this other stuff that's going on is just in between and it's just a speck in the universe, as I like to say. But my for next sure. question. My next question for you, Kristen, to kind of bring you into my world a little bit. What is your own personal definition of health and wealth in your own eyes? Health and wealth. I think they, they do go together. Yeah, they do. I think health can have a lot to do with your body, but I believe it also has a lot to do with your mind and your mindset. Mm. You want to have a healthy mindset. Mm. So... I, I think one of the things that has helped me always kind of bounce back when bad things happen is my relationship with God, because mm -hmm. things are going to happen. Bad things are going to happen. Good things are going to happen. Sucky things are going to happen. But if you have faith that the path that you're on is God's path, you're going to be able to bounce back better and your mindset's going to be stronger than the person who doesn't have that. There's a lot of people in this world who, gosh, you know, I see it. I see it on Instagram. I see it on social media where it's like, 
oh, I've had such a rough day and this bad thing happened to me or that bad thing happened to me. Your mindset is like the healthiest, needs to be the healthiest part of your whole body. Exactly. Uh, wealth is, I think wealthy is being able to sit at our dining room table and eat dinner every night. That gives me, that makes me feel like the richest woman in the world sometimes. It's the simple things in life. It's the simple things in life, right? That's that's what wealth truly is to me. It's just the simple things, yeah. You just gotta keep it simple. That's that's pretty much how you stand the test of time, definitely. When you're not doing everything that you're normally doing on a regular basis, Kristen, because I know you're super busy, what are some of your favorite hobbies you like to do for the people? Um well, okay, so Josh and I were actually just talking about that. Um Oh, wow. I think individually, Josh and I read. So we kind of read, but we haven't really been reading a lot. And I said, what is something that we can figure out to do together as a married couple that will help us be stronger in our marriage? And he said, I, we need to ha have a hobby. And that is something we really don't have because right now our hobby is basically just hanging out with the kids going to soccer games, going to baseball games, sure. doing events, going to out and about places. But a specific hobby, I would say our family is our hobby. Um, but we're definitely looking, if anyone has any suggestions of a good hobby for a husband and wife to have together, let me know. Well, I mean, you've alluded to it already, Kristen. I mean, what better hobby? can you have been hanging out with your family, hanging out with your kids and everything? That's like the best thing in the world, definitely. And as far as what I would recommend as far as for a personal hobby for you and Josh, I mean, you kind of already alluded to it. Y'all both like to read. It's just the consistency factor, which I did. And both of y'all are super busy. Maybe y'all should look into joining like maybe a book club or something. It's a, it's a start. It's something. I mean, just that's true. That's a good idea. Suggestion, you know, I would keep that in mind since y'all both do like to read. So, book club. I mean, I'm actually thinking about joining a book club myself just so I can stay in tune with different types of books and everything and continue to soak up the information and the knowledge, etc. But, okay, uh, well, you let me know when you find one and I'll we'll join with you. Of course, <laughs> I will definitely keep you in the loop, Kristen. But my last question I have for you before we wrap everything up here is an interesting one. If you have, if you had the opportunity, excuse me, to go back in time and talk to yourself ten years ago, what would you tell yourself, and where do you see yourself personally in the next ten years, as far as what everything in business that you're doing? <clears throat> that is such a good question. It's actually a question that uh, Jason and I asked the panel of women um, for our "What Leading Women Do." For the, YMC, the YMCA. Okay. It, it is such a good question because 10 years is such a long time, yes, it but is. it's also such a short time. So 10 years ago, I, I, I worked for about 27 years and I had a good long career when my first, when I got pregnant with my first child, Richard, I had uh, preeclampsia, eclampsia. I had all sorts of health issues. I had to stop working 
and I was put on bed rest. And I and my uh, ex-husband, just my husband at the time, we just both kind of decided, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. I'm going to stay home with the kids. So I went from working long hours, making good money, to being a stay-at-home mom, living in the country. We had a great life. We had a wonderful life, but it was such a change from working all the time. I would not have given up that time for a million dollars. It was a thousand percent worth it to be a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I did it. If I could tell myself something 10 years ago, it would be, don't worry about the future. The future is going to come mm. and God has a path for you and right. your kids and your current husband and your future husband and your in-laws, your family, your sisters. There's already a plan made. So I would tell myself, relax. It's all going to be peachy keen and you're going to get back to work. You're going to be able to do all the things that you love doing. You're going to still be able to be an awesome mom. You're not going to be perfect, but nobody is, but just relax because everything that you want, it's all going to come to you. And it has. Yes, it has. Mm -hmm. Where do you see yourself? personally based on everything you're doing in a 10-year span looking ahead in 10 years my oldest will be 22 going on 23 i pray that they all three of my children will be happy and healthy young adults i pray that they will be happy and healthy teenagers i pray that My husband, Josh, and myself will just be doing a zillion more things than we already are doing. I pray that this new job that I've taken on with the ice rays, it's going to be so awesome, so exciting. And not only everybody in Corpus is going to know who the ice rays are, everybody in Texas and the nation is going to know who the ice rays are and they are going to come for miles and miles to see our guys play. They're going to be excited to be a part of the ice rays legacy. I want the Lang legacy, which is the family that owns the ice rays, uh, Cassidy Lang. I want that legacy to be connected with nonprofits all over South Texas. And I want everybody to know that this Ice Rays team is a team that supports their community. And they've got somebody that's at the helm of the sales and marketing department who does their best for community outreach, but also the kids and family um, that are in the coastal bend. I want, I want us to have a big impact and I hope to be a part of it. And you will, Kristen. As much as you're all over the place, I, that's that's definitely going to happen within a 10-year span. I could already see it. 
I know you I know you got some events coming up, Kristen. For everyone who's listening to the podcast right now here in the coastal bend, let the people know what they need to come out and support for the community. I know there's a few things you have on your calendar that you want to tell the people about. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited about uh, the Art Rages coming up. That's at the Art Museum of South Texas. That's going to be super fun. I am really excited about starting my new job at the Ice Rays. And one little announcement I can give you is we are going to be starting a Ice Rays cheer team, dance team, and we are going to be having tryouts for that. We're in the midst of finding an instructor, a coach for the girls. We want the girls to be athletic. We want them to be go-getters. We want them to be promo girls. I want them out and about in the community. So if your listeners know of any young ladies who are ready to be go-go cheerleaders and ready to bring in, you know, we want our clientele to be happy. We want our fans to be excited and we want them to be a part of every single step we take in this next 22-23 season. It's going to be awesome. So that's something I'm excited about. And I will have more details soon about the date for tryouts as soon as we get and know who our instructor is going to be for the girls. I'll have more information on that. But the one thing I'm really just most looking forward to is starting my new job. And that's going to be Wednesday the 13th, which is my lucky number because that's when my son Richard was born on the 13th of May but I love the number 13 everyone always is like oh 13 such a bad number but (laughs) it's one of my favorite numbers and so that's the day that I'll be starting my new job and that's my number one most exciting thing that I kind of have coming down the hatch Yes, here on the HFWD podcast series, we always get the exclusive stuff. And here it is with the latest edition of exclusive information from Ms. Kristen Henderson. Thank you so much for that. And let the people know where they can find you and get in contact with you for down the road. Well, my cell phone number is 361-728-9810. If you are interested in buying season tickets if you are interested in buying a corporate sponsorship if you're interested in advertising with the ice rays you give me a call and i'm going to make sure you have the best deal ever you're going to be so excited to see our packages and you can always reach me at the ice rays and i hope to see all of you around town soon and i can't wait to i hope you know, one day soon, Clifton, you and I need to get a lunch together and we're going to have some good fun times ahead. And those times are definitely coming. I can assure you that, Kristen. And I just want to thank you once again for just taking time out of your busy schedule just to be on the HFWB podcast series. It was truly an honor. And I look forward to many more things as far as connections within the community to make with yourself. I really do mean that for sure. Well, thank you so much, Clifton. I appreciate it. Of course, of course. And for those listening to the HFWD podcast series, once again, this is your host, Clifton Pope. Yet again, y'all continue to stay healthy, wealthy, and blessed, and have yourself a wonderful day. Cheers.